I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be looking at seven signs your ex is falling in love with you again. Ooh. Well, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> Everybody out there is cheering. Yes, yes, me, <laughs> give me those signs. Uh, you know, oftentimes it's been a long time mm -hmm. after you've heard from an ex. And when you finally hear from them and you begin to start talking with them again, obviously you're gonna be very anxious. You're yeah. not gonna know where they're at, what they're thinking, how they're feeling. And you know, we cover that in a lot of different videos, but we wanna talk about more of what it's like when they are actually starting to have feelings for you mm -hmm. and fall in love with you again. Cause it's gonna be helpful to look for these things and know like what is going on inside of them. Because mm -hmm. if you see some of these things, it could be an indication that they're trying to repair, see if you guys can work things out mm -hmm. and have a future together. Exactly, and on the channel, we talk a lot about strategies to get your ex back, but we don't really talk as much about when the ex actually comes back and mm -hmm. moving forward from there. So we thought that this video would be helpful for that. I wanna start out by reminding you that you have the advantage here. You have seen your ex already fall in love with you once. Mm -hmm. So you have prior knowledge about how they behave, um, how did they show you that they were interested? So go back to these roots and think back on how the relationship started. Mm -hmm. Remember, you are the expert of this. You've experienced this yourself, and hopefully you can recognize this a second time around. Yeah, that would be nice, right? <laughs> um, so as you kind of process and think about how you guys started dating initially, consider all the experiences that you had um, what those moments were, mm -hmm. where were you at, what were you doing, how did they open up to you, mm -hmm. what did they open up to you about, and, you know, if you're spending time with them, you know, you kind of want to look at their body language, right? Mm -hmm. Like, one thing you want to look at is their eye contact. Mm -hmm. Are they making good eye contact with you? Are they, you know allowing themselves that vulnerability to look at you and, you know, be comfortable with that. Again, I think many times in a breakup, and mm -hmm. we don't talk about this, when you're in that breakup, a lot of people don't look at each other anymore. It's true. Right? It's true. And like, I remember even with like the Applebee's girls sitting across from me, it was hard for her to look at me at mm -hmm. times because I think she felt really guilty and mm -hmm. bad about you know, how I was feeling. And, and so, you know, it goes both ways. When they're breaking up with you, it's hard for them to make eye contact. Mm -hmm. 
But if they're starting to open up towards you and feel more comfortable with you, they mm. will start making more eye contact. Exactly. Or they look at you in a different way. So during the breakup, you might see in their eyes the disconnect, and mm. that can be so painful oh, just yeah. to experience just the loss of love in their eyes as you're going through it. Yep. But like Craig said, on the flip side, when you do reattract them, you can see that spark again. And there's that phrase that says, the eyes never lie. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, you know? I think so too. So think about what those eyes are telling you. You'd have to be really good at lying to hide that in your eyes, yeah. right? Yeah, like true. So the next big sign is that they're mirroring you and copying your movements. Mm -hmm. One way that I personally see it's easier to determine if they're copying you is in the way that they're listening to you mm -hmm. or in the way that they're sitting. So sometimes if you sit and you cross your legs, mm -hmm. I'm doing it now, you can't see it, <laughs> but then the other person will instinctively also cross their legs yeah. or if you're listening and talking to somebody and then they rest their arm on the table mm -hmm. then the other person suddenly matches you so notice these behaviors and notice the way that they're leaning into you and we actually do this in the crib with our parents so when our parents have a sad face babies mirror that and mm -hmm. also show a sad face when a baby has a when a mom has a happy face, the baby has the happy face. So this is uh, neurologically what's going on with us. And mm -hmm. it's a uh, psychological sign that you can tell that somebody is fond of you or uh, interested in some and, way. And I could tell you, it's not even just babies. My daughter is turning three mm -hmm. or soon, and she will put her face to my face and head forehead to my forehead and look at my eyes mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth and giggles and laughs and she just cracks up over mm -hmm. it. And the other thing she does with me is one of the little games she likes to play is she'll be like, happy face. Meaning <laughs> I have to make a happy face. Aww. Then she'll go, sad face. And I have to do the sad face. <laughs> and then she goes, naughty face. And then oh. I'd be like, Ooh. and I start making really funny faces <laughs> yeah. with her. And she just cracks up, but she's always looking me in the eyes. Oh. And so little kids do that too. Mm -hmm. That's how they, you know, bond. It's a big part of bonding. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Another sign that you want to look for is when they're with you, are they touching you? How close are they sitting to you? What's mm -hmm. their proximity to you? Because as people get more and more comfortable, they're going to sit closer to you. They're going to touch you. They're going to put their hand on your leg. They're going to, you know, lean against you. They're going to hold your hand. They're going to do different things that are indicating that they feel safe with you again. Mm -hmm. They want to warm up to you again. They want that affection again and that it feels nice to be close to you again and bond mm -hmm. with you again. It doesn't have to be sexual, although it can. No complaining right about that, right? <laughs> but, you know, just the fact that they're able to trust you and slowly get close to you, mm -hmm. lay next to you, cuddle with you is a big sign that their guard is lowering, they're feeling more comfortable, mm -hmm. they're getting closer to you, and they're kind of maybe even attaching to you again. Right, and their body is almost showing you that they're beginning to trust you again. So I think touch is a very good sign for that. Mm -hmm. Another major sign is that they're spending more time with you or wanting to spend more quality time with you. So are they reaching out to you? Are they initiating? Big one. Mm-hmm. So if they're the one who's going out on a limb to talk to you, that shows that they're vulnerable enough to that place to at least want to 
start again and start that communication and restart that connection to some degree. They're making a bid to connect with you. Exactly, exactly. And part of them might also be curious to see what has changed since the breakup. Mm -hmm. I know you all are working really hard, watching the videos, working on your attachment styles, uh, going to therapy, many of you, and doing a lot of great strides in your own personal life. And a lot of time might have been passed between the last time you spoke to your ex and now. Mm -hmm. So you might be a completely different person than you were. And now it's time for your ex to rediscover who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the excitement of getting back with them is you're not the same person as you were. Mm -hmm. And many people will make the mistake of getting too excited when they first see their ex initiating or when they see their ex wanting to spend more time and they will overwhelm their ex with their response. Yeah, and you might go back to your anxious ways. Mm-hmm, exactly. So remember to pace yourself and have a wise start to that relationship. Don't try to text 24-7 or spend all of this time together immediately without having some kind of a routine or patience or pace to it to where you're not jumping in 100% immediately. Yeah. Because a breakup did happen, yeah. so you can't ignore that. Yeah, and it takes a lot of work mm -hmm. to get that internal muscle strong. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we did the creative healing course and the workbooks, mm -hmm. because it takes a lot more emotional strength than you realize. For those of you that are struggling just not to reach out, I mean, just not reaching out is a lot easier than if you're trying to repair mm -hmm. things with your ex and you're constantly having to display those new skills and strategies and behaviors that we teach you. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling with just not reaching out, you'd be really in trouble if your ex was contacting you. You would likely lose a lot of emotional self-control mm -hmm. and you know do things to turn them off. Right. So be very, very careful about that. And many of you might be scared that if you go too slow or if you let your ex wait a little bit in the beginning, that it might turn them off and that you might lose them again. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the common fear sure. with, in the beginning, getting back with the ex. But you're more likely to lose them if you go too fast than if you go too slow. Yeah, I'd rather them have that fear of losing you mm -hmm. than you of losing them. Exactly. But the better you get yourself in a good position mentally mm -hmm. and with working through your own issues, the more likely you're gonna to be to do that. Exactly. Okay, another big one is that they bring up the past. Mm. Are they doing the good reminder text, okay? <laughs> if you have coaches telling you to do the good reminder text, mm -hmm. don't listen to them, okay? <laughs> it often is ignored or mm. it leads to something very odd and uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's just quite frankly a stupid strategy in my opinion, mm. okay? If the good reminder hap text happens to work, it's because they were gonna reach out to you anyway, mm. okay? but. <laughs> If they're doing it with you, that is a really good sign mm -hmm. that they are wanting to remember those ways or, or times that you had with them and mm -hmm. they see it in a positive light again. Exactly. Whereas before they might have been really negative about mm -hmm. how they saw you or how you acted or, you know, those memories were tainted. Now they're being like, God, we had such a great trip to New yeah. York. And oh, rem remember when you fell in the pond or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't fall in the pond, by the way. I was pushed. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> but you know, those memories that come uh -huh. up. They are happy again. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. And that brings us to our next point. Not only are those memories great, but they'll want to create new ones with you. Uh, all this fun and excitement of dating happens all over again. And I don't know if you've ever had these conversations with people where you bring up something interesting or you walk past some kind of store that's hosting an event and you know your partner or whoever you're walking with is, oh, we should do that, mm -hmm. we should do that, maybe mm -hmm. we can do that one day. Mm -hmm. So if you see them getting excited about things to do in the future and wanting to create new memories and uh, new excitement and play and mm -hmm. fun, um, then that's definitely a good sign that they want to connect with you on a different level and on a deeper, richer level. Yeah, if they're talking about the future, mm -hmm. any kind of future plans, I would like us to go here. Maybe they mention a place they'd like to go on vacation. That could be mm -hmm. a hint. Yeah. That is a big, big sign mm -hmm. that they're picturing you in their future again. Exactly. And on top of that, you already have a foundational bond. So it's not doing new things as it would be with a stranger where you don't already have that connection, but it's doing something with somebody who's already your friend, mm -hmm. already somebody that you get along with and connect with and know that you can have a good time with. Mm -hmm. So I think it takes it to a whole different level. Yeah. Um, we got one more we want to talk about, and that is a lot of times, and this is going to be surprising, your ex will kind of act like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. You will find that many times your ex will come back in a casual way, like nothing, there was no breakup, nothing is wrong, and they just want to start hanging out with you again, particularly if they have an avoidant attachment style, mm -hmm. right? I have seen this, um, that they just come back and they act like you were never gone from their life. Mm. Like it's only been a day since you broke up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just, you'd be shocked. But it happens like that. And you don't want to overwhelm them, particularly an avoidant. You don't want to uh, bog them down with details about the breakup and how mm. sorry you are and how you've changed because it's going to freak them out. You know, they just want to kind of start easing into spending time with you again. And so you got to be careful on how you react if this happens to you. But don't be surprised if they come back and they kind of act like there wasn't no fight. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a gap of months <laughs> since you've heard from them. Yeah. And, they, and um, they just start opening right up to you and talking about their life like you would have done at any given time during the relationship. Exactly. And you also want to be careful that the conversation about the breakup doesn't go completely ignored. It's not something that you have to worry about in the beginning and when you're reestablishing that connection. But eventually, especially if there was major reasons as to why the breakup happened, cheating, lying, deception, mm -hmm. anything like this that needs to be addressed in order to have a healthy relationship moving forward, you want to make sure that those things do eventually get addressed. Yep. All good stuff, mm -hmm. all very helpful to get you to see if your ex is getting closer to you again, are they starting to have feelings for you again, are they falling back in love with you again, and hopefully you've done enough work that they feel very different in a lot of ways with you mm -hmm. and are really excited about your changes and how the relationship can be very different and maybe kind of like what they always hoped it would be. Exactly. Okay, so hopefully you found this video helpful. 
And of course, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. And of course, Coach Victoria will be here training with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.